This is Radio Free Galaxy. It's time to go. This is the Space Age, and we are here to go. Welcome to Radio Free Galaxy. I'm Travis Lee. I'm Teen Komar. I'm Trisha Peterson. And this is episode 91 of Radio Free Galaxy. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you to our listeners all over the world, our loyal listeners in Germany and Canada and 27 countries, including our newest listener in Kazakhstan. Thank you for listening. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're finally in Kazakhstan. We've made it. We've we, we made it, man. <laughs> Czech Republic. Hey, Denmark. I've been talking about Kazakhstan for a long time. That and I think Azerbaijan because it's just fun to say. Yeah, it is totally Ooh, fun to say. That's is. a very fun word, Azerbaijan. I, like saying- I, I was actually having a conversation with somebody this weekend how like I always remember last names of people that have fun last names. Like, you know, I was like, like, I was like, I was like, oh, hey, you know, so-and-so. And And I was like, I said his whole name. (laughs) He was like, that's pretty impressive. I'm like, well, your last name is fun to say. That's kind of a serial killer thing to do is to call someone by their first and last name at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, anyway. Um, Yeah, we're going to be talking about. Not Batman, not the Batman, but uh, West Side Story tonight. <laughs> yeah, we we were gonna do the Batman, but we like uh, I, well, it's kind of me, but actually Kelly is Kelly. It's kind of me. It's my fault. It's kind of my fault. I didn't realize West Side Story was as long as it was, and then the Batman is super long, and I just don't have seven hours of my life to dedicate to watching movies in a weekend well so. we, we were gonna do one or the other so i wasn't gonna do both we were, oh uh, yeah i wasn't gonna good. do both oh, okay. <laughs> i if thought we, we were doing both i watched no. west side story and then i was like mother trisha's just an not... overachiever she's like i'm gonna do it all no i didn't well, i didn't i didn't realize west side story was that long we'll get into that when we do that we'll do the review but yeah that was like <laughs> what yeah. The fuck. All movies now must be at least two hour, two and a half hours. It's like a requirement. There's, there's no... Except for a shitty ass Netflix Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. <laughs> well, we'll that was into... like hour and fifteen minutes. We'll get into your thoughts on that in a minute. Um, just want to plug everywhere you can find us on the internet first. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. We don't have a TikTok, do we? No. No. No, and we're Not never yet. going to. I don't know. I mean, you twerk it for the galaxy. No. 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But we are everywhere else besides TikTok. And uh, you can check out our YouTube channel. Super cool. I think we're up to 566 videos Woo. on our YouTube channel. That's and a lot of videos. I should start watching. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody should start I watching. I should probably make one, too. Mm. Yeah. Just put it there. One if you made days. one, Hell we'd yeah. have so many more subscribers. But thank you all <laughs> to everyone that has subscribed. And look for more videos from Teen and hopefully Trisha and Adam. Adam's not here this week. He's painting figures. He's got a tournament coming up for... Uh, gaming that, you know, he's he uses a lot of his free time, you know, selectively for things. So he'll be back eventually. Um, but, yeah, we are going to be talking about West Side Story tonight. We're a few months late to the party on this one, but we waited for it to get to streaming. And uh, I don't know. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, but, Trisha, you didn't get to give your thoughts on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre last week, and I know you really had some thoughts on it, some pointed thoughts. So let's hear it. What do you guys think? This it? isn't, this isn't going to last very long. It fucking sucks. <laughs> That's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, it just, it just, I mean, it's a Netflix Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was, I mean, oh, it was just disappointing. It was like, why bother? Why bother? Why, why did they even do that? Like, I don't understand. Like, well, it seems I, like, you know, I mean, that movie has been remade so many times and there's right. so many sequels and it's right. like, and then like, well, it's like, I don't know. Like, why are we doing that? Why well, are we doing this? I, I I don't know why we're doing this, and it it makes me it was there's so many things wrong with it. It was a troubled production. I've been reading about it in the last week where there were two filmmakers that were directing it, and they quit like partway through it. I don't know why. And then the director that ended Probably up directing really it, don't know why. <laughs> well, he took o- another director took over. And he scrapped like all the footage that the other directors had made and just mm. started making another movie. <laughs> and it wasn't originally Aww. made for Netflix. The company that was making it, I can't remember right now, uh, didn't want to release it in theaters because it was getting sucked? yeah, it was getting it terrible. Sucked. It was getting shocking. It said shockingly terrible test screening reviews, and so they were like. Well, we need to sell this to a streaming service, and good old Netflix came along, and because they'll buy anything, they'll buy anything, and they bought it, and they knew that they would get the views from it just based on the franchise name alone, and that's enough yeah. for Netflix. That's enough for Netflix. Just a, a franchise name, <sighs> and they can slap their name on it, and all of a sudden, you know, they've got subscriber money. Ugh. Pretty much, so gross. So gross. I, I I feel dirty now that I contributed to watching that. I we supported in almost some way, anything man. I watch on Netflix. I feel dirty about. It's gross, and especially these failed movies that they they'll just buy just to fucking shove down your hole. Netflix of the streaming services, they're the fucking worst. They are the fucking worst. They they they're like the garbage purveyors of streaming services. They'll just shove anything at you and be like, watch this, you. Fuck. Just, Although, just just fucking watch it, you fucker. <laughs> they are fantastic with their serial killer documentaries. I mean, I'll say that. That I suppose if you're a serial killer and you like watching serial killer it's, documentaries. I'm not a serial killer, but I enjoy learning about them. You're a latent serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> just, that's yeah. what my heart's desire really is. <laughs> 
My dream is to stab. Not to be stabbed. I could go back in time. (laughs) So, how's everybody doing this week? Anyone stressed out or particularly emotional? Yeah, Trisha always is. So late on. You've been sober now for what? Well, you are. (laughs) Well, I mean. You've got a lot of irons in the pot, dude. It's it's fucking expected. Yeah. You played a show this past weekend? How'd that go? Oh, it was fantastic. We played yeah. at Last Rites. Uh, we played with uh, Fetch the Pliers, the Malones, Stallones, and us. The and, Malones uh, and the Stallones? It's not the Stallones. It's oh. the Malones. It's oh, okay. Stallones with oh. one L. Oh. And Fetch the Pliers. Man, Fetch the Pliers came out. They played first. They this was their first show since 2019. And they came out and just absolutely fucking killed it, dude. And it was like, holy shit, we all got to follow that. Yeah. It was, it was, it was pretty fucking fantastic. They've been around for a really long time, and and uh, we talked a little bit, and hopefully, you know, we're gonna be putting some shows together with them now. And um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Uh, the sounds great there. I, I really enjoyed it, and. Um, the bartenders, Kay and Natalie, are, they rule. So, you know, that's a, that's the a weird thing. So I, I also went and I saw a show at Quarters, uh, some friends, mm-hmm. on Friday. And um, it's this band, uh, It Is Dead. Mm-hmm. And it was originally just, uh, this guy, Kevin, was just like, I saw him just doing it as like a solo thing. Like mm-hmm. he was just playing whatever. And then, you know, he got uh, a drummer, um Jesse, who is the former drummer of Curbstitter, and then um, Sean Page, who's been in other bands and, and whatnot, and holy shit, dude, they just absolutely blew me away, and, uh, but the weird thing is, is going to all these bars, like, I know all the bartenders, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but they all know because of, you know, my posts on Facebook, and, like, you know, me talking about being very open and honest about, like, not drinking, and uh, they just, everybody just gives me, like, they just give me, like, club soda. Like, Pete at Quarters would just keep filling my glass with club soda. And and then Last Rites has, like, a good N.A. selection. So they just kept giving me, like, Lagunita, or the Lagunitas, like, N.A. stuff that I was drinking or club soda. And I still tip very well. And it's way cheaper if I'm just tipping. Right. <laughs> you know, it's right. it's. So it's kind of nice to just, like, I still have, like, nobody cares. You know, nobody gives a shit. They're still serving you. You're still tipping them, you know, and I'm still getting, like, the same kind of, like, service that I always got. So it's kind of nice. Have you been to X-Ray Arcade since you quit drinking? I mean, they had the White Claws ready for you when you walked in. I have not, but... Because the bartenders are also friends of mine, right. um, when I put one of my posts out, uh, the bartender that in particular, uh, <laughs> I think Patrick yeah. uh, from Dislocation, he um, he actually was like, "So what's your drink of choice? So I can I can stay in your remain in your favor." And so <laughs> I, told him, I told him what my drink was. So next time I go see a show at X-Ray, I'm, I'm hoping that like you know he winds it up just like he always did. <laughs> yeah, nice. Exactly. Yeah, so you got any upcoming shows you want to promote? Um, so next week Let's we're doing. Mention a... the band Murder Generation, by the way. Yeah. Said the uh, name. So my my uh, I did I think I did. So no, my band didn't. Murder Generation will be playing at Sabbatic at three p.m. a day show, a Sunday fun day. Nice. Um, it's for somebody's birthday. Actually, all of our March shows are for somebody's birthday, which is really weird. <laughs> 
Um, so Sunday Funday at Sabbatic, we're playing, uh, my band Murder Generation is playing with Power Wagon and Resurrectionist, kind of a mixed bill. Um, should be a super fun time. And then uh, we're playing March 19th. We're playing at the Cool Music Stop down in Harvard, Illinois. It's for Robin and Mama Vomit, who is a guest on our show. It's for their her birthday. Peach Vomit is not playing that show, but why should they? Um, but Habaku is in Crap Spackle, and then Stay Up All Night and Fight is playing. <laughs> Habaku, apparently, he's in Rhetoric Vendetta, he is in Crap Spackle, Crap and he is also in Peach Vomit. So, I mean, he's got the quite the quite the, uh, the amount of bands. The ease with which Crap Spackle rolls off your tongue is amusing to me. Crap with Spackle. A K. Yeah, with a K. <laughs> Crap with a K. And Spackle um, and then, with a K? Two Ks? One K? No Ks? No, just one K. <laughs> crap Spackle with, yeah, two Ks. One in Crap and one in Spackle. Okay. <laughs> spackle is spelled the traditional way. <laughs> That's just a great word, Spackle. Yeah. Oh, and I'm trying to think. Okay, so we, uh, I believe we got, so then we got a show at Kachansky's with cutters and alleyway on april 16th and then uh we're putting together something with 101 avalos's bands i'm not sure which one because he's in three um mm. but i know that's going to be at last rights on april 20th it's not like finalized yet and then april 28th we're going back to chicago and we're playing with uh noxious dead living oh my god what's the band from kansas city ah shit Oh, well, I'll mention it at a different date. I'm sure I'll be on by then. Okay. So, <laughs> then we got shows in May, and we got shows in June, and I'm putting one together for July, and then in August, and it's a pretty, pretty like, it kind of got crazy there. Got yeah. crazy. Got crazy. Busy, busy lady. Awesome, though, that you have that many shows coming up. The world seems to be coming back to normal. It seems that now that the war has started, the pandemic's over, so... <laughs> yeah, <have> <laughs> isn't that kind of like how it worked like the spanish so the spanish flu was like in the 1920s right but and then the depression kind of hit yeah in like the late 30s so it wasn't like all at once it was like a, you know they had a little bit of well you had the dust bowl in there and you had the depression the the stock market crash was in 29 and then you know hitler is rising to power he took over in what 33 Yep. As, yeah, I, in 33, and then, yeah, you pretty much went right into war just because we didn't enter the war yeah. then. Well, I mean, I mean the war. official the official start of World War II is, one, I'm a, a World War II, like, like buff, but yeah. I know this because it's my birthday. So yeah. the official start of the war is, 19, uh, is September 1st, 1939. That's right. when they invaded Poland, right. and that's considered the official start. Yep. So... Like, and that's why I'm thinking, like, right now, I'm like, well, Russia just invaded the UK, and is that, like, what day was that? That's, like, the official start of World War Three. when we go back and look at it if we can. I mean, like, I don't want to talk about this this much, but, I mean, it is really relevant, and I don't think people are paying enough attention to no. it. They're super mad about the gas prices and blaming it on Joe Biden. <laughs> um, you know, I, I can blame a lot of things on Joe Biden, but I don't really think this is his fault. 
Um, <laughs> you know, uh, you didn't choose to invade any countries or anything like that. Um, so, I mean, what's the end game of all this that it's going to happen? I mean, he's, Putin's just not going to pull out and stop. I mean, like, what the hell, you know, I, like, yeah, I don't know. Man. I mean, it, it has to evolve into some like huge thing, doesn't it? I mean, is there such thing as de-escalation on a national level, on an international well, level? Well, I mean, you know, if there's anything that we've learned from history is that, you know, sometimes assassinations, like, should happen sooner than later. Yeah. Yeah. Really? And? and I, yeah. Pretty much, man. And uh, that's the only thing that's really going to stop it. So, you know, because he seems to have a fucking just tight iron fist on his country and... People are trying to speak out, and they are absolutely being beaten down, and it's fucking sad. But, I mean, you can watch it. It's happening on the other side of the world. Watch it before it gets next door to you. <laughs> anyway, Christine, you been up to anything this week? Oh, man. um, I've been working on a couple new videos for Teen Does Stuff and Things, but also I have been planning to do uh, my hair dye tomorrow. So I'm kind of excited. You're doing it tomorrow. Did Mm -hmm. you get bleach? Yeah, I have bleach. Okay, good. Yeah, so like I've been itching to do it. Oh no, dude, you're fine. Like if I ever need to hook up with some bleach, I know you got it. But I've been like itching to do something new with my hair. So like I'm kind of excited. I'm probably gonna document me uh, doing it because it's been over a decade since I've uh, dyed my hair. Don't forget to add a packet of NutraSweet equal to the um bleach dude as a matter so, of fact my order just came in today so yep i am yes. stocked in case people didn't know there's some sort of chemical reaction if you ever bleach your hair because it's it's really painful if you just do it yourself and you don't have the salon quality stuff um you uh i'm sorry my dog is biting my hand right now um, <laughs> but uh there's a chemical reaction if you add like uh nutrasweet to uh, your bleach you it won't burn it's yeah. just a thing and it's kind of weird. <laughs> no, it's totally rad. Like, she's like, oh, I'm going to give you some tips. I'm like, nice. So, <laughs> so what color are you going to dye it? Or do you want that to be a secret? I want that to be a secret. All Ooh. right. So it'll be revealed. Well, it's a once- secret to me, yeah. too, because actually I don't know. So um, I might mm-hmm. wake up on Wednesday morning next to somebody Horrified. I don't recognize. <laughs> <laughs> ah, kill with fire. <laughs> kill it. What is it? <laughs> Get out of my bed, you freak. Freak. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's take a break. What about and you, Travis? What wait, about wait. me? What about, what about you? you? Like, what about you? You didn't talk about yourself at all. Uh, How there? you doing? How I'm, you doing, Travis? You know, I'm fine. I'm all right. I'm I'm soldiering through life, and uh, I'm particularly frustrated because I cannot. It, I'm an online reseller, if anybody doesn't know, and I have this huge box full of new kids on the block. Uh, dolls and the stage, the stage that goes with the dolls and this whole group of fucking vintage new kids on the block garbage that's been (laughs) sitting in my fucking hallway for months and months and months and nobody will buy it. And I've sold it now for like the third time and 
every single time so I sell it and then somebody wants to fucking cancel. I get so excited that I'm finally getting rid of it. I don't even care about like making money off of it anymore. I want this huge box of new kids on the block shit out of my fucking hallway. And I want to get my investment back. And that's all I care about. And again this week, I sold it. And I got super fucking happy. And what do you know? Four or five days later, they still haven't paid. And then they messaged me that they want to cancel it. Dude, it's cursed. It's totally cursed. Like, we should drop it off at the side of the road and don't look back. I'm about to just throw it out. But, like, I'm determined Just give it to DeVette. No, you know what? (laughs) I'm not giving it to anybody. I'm determined at this point. He's too stubborn. I'm too fucking stubborn. And I need to sell it at this point. It's a challenge to myself that I have (laughs) to sell these fucking new kids on the block dolls. So if you would like some incomplete new kids on the block dolls and an incomplete new kids on the block playset stage, uh, go to the Dust Collective on eBay and fucking buy it. If you offer me like a dollar, I'll probably fucking... Send it to you. Just take it, man. Just fucking take <laughs> it. Just take it. They have nice little braided, like, hair rat tails on the back. Like, they're adorable. You know you want them. Just take oh them. Oh, my God. They're so ridiculous. I'm so sick of that fucking box in the hallway. Every time I walk I in or out of the house, I walk past that box, and I just fucking grumble to myself. I just fucking what grumble. Did, what did you learn from this? What I, Never sell new kids on the block shit. That's what I there learned from it. Because. People still have nostalgia for New Kids on the Block stuff, but there was so much of it made. And also, people just really don't want, like, a huge fucking playset like that of it. Especially, mine isn't complete, you know? But, like, how are you supposed to know when you buy it in the store? You're sitting there about to buy it. And if it's complete, it sells for a ton ton of money, you know? And it looked nearly complete, so I bought it. And it just, at some point, you have to cut your losses and just like donate the stuff back or something. But I get absolutely stubborn and determined to do it. And I've sold it three times. That's what's really frustrating <laughs> to me, is I've sold it three times. And every time they haven't fucking paid for it. And I have to fucking cancel the listing and fucking relist it. So frustrating. It's cursed. Fuck the new kids cursed. on the block. They're going to haunt you, man. They are hanging tough. Step by step. <laughs> They're hanging we're tough in your hallway. They're yeah. hanging tough, They're those gonna, fuckers. Dude, we're gonna start hearing them singing underneath the floorboards. No, like, we're not. It's a really bad no, like Edgar Allan <laughs> Poe song. I'll like, get out a baseball bat and I'll bash him to death before I hear this. that. We're rough. All right. Anyway, that's me. That's that's the kind of <laughs> shit I deal with. Is fun. That kind of stuff. So so anyway, fun. It could be worse. I could have a real job. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with our West Side Story reviews. Stay tuned for that after this. This episode of Radio Free Galaxy is brought to you by Mr. T's Knuckle Shoes. They're the only brass knuckle shoes on the market for when pitying a fool ain't quite enough. Mr. T's Knuckle Shoes. Get some. Welcome back to the show, and we are going to be reviewing... West Side Story. This is our only content review for the week, so it's going to be a little bit shorter of a show. But this is what we watched, and this is what we're talking about. And I think it's still relevant. It's going to be short, not like the film. (laughs) (laughs) Not like any film. But, like, um, I think it's still relevant because the Oscars are coming up, and I believe this got quite a few nominations, if I'm correct. Can you look that up, Christine, if you Uh, got some nominations? Let's see. Um, but as far as the length, 
Uh, I mean, it's two hours and 36 minutes. The original, the 1961 original, was two hours and 33 minutes. So it really only added three minutes to the story. I know it was super long, but I mean, it's kind of, that's West Side Story. You know what I mean? Like, I I believe it's been um, shortened for... Well, you, you can't just show me your screen, know. Christine, like, and ask so me to funny. read it while I'm in the middle of a sentence talking. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I think it was not because it wasn't eligible during the pandemic. No, that's not. No, that's know. not true. Um, anyway, we're it came be, out in 2021. It came out in 2021. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, it's Steven, it's Steven, the way it's described is it's Steven Spielberg's dazzling take on the classic musical about a forbidden love affair and rivalry between street gangs in 1957 New York. Right. I mean, it pretty much dazzling. keeps to the original, um, it pretty much keeps, yeah, it's nominated for, um some oscars i know it's at least nominated for best picture because i'm looking at that and um really yeah it is uh the 10 the 10 nominees for best picture are dune belfast king richard drive my car the power of the dog licorice pizza coda nightmare alley west side story and don't look up don't look up is (laughs) (laughs) fucking what what what? Um, no. Somebody don't look told up. me about licorice pizza. Like yeah. somebody told me about that that I should watch that. I have it on a thumb drive. Uh huh. if you want to watch it. A totally okay. l- illegal thumb thumb drive if you want to watch it. Oh, I can't stream it. It's not available. Um you can buy it for like 20 bucks. Yeah, you can you can oh, rent bad. it or buy it, but you can't stream it for free. No. Oh. Bummer. But, so, anyways, you're the one, you're the, the musical fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what's your take? Because I thought this went on forever. Um, <laughs> that was really I, I am a fan of some musicals, but usually not, like, Sondheim-type musicals. You know what I mean? And this is a, one this of... This is Leonard Bernstein. Right, but Sondheim did the lyrics and stuff. Oh, yeah, didn't yeah. He? Yeah. Yeah. Bernstein did the music. Yeah, and um, I'm not usually a fan of this stuff, but I do like West Side Story. I like the original. I like the songs. I, you know, it's. I, you know, I'm finding that I don't like musicals as movies. Like I like going to a musical. Like I like the the like musical theater. Yeah. I, I just don't like it on film. It doesn't have the same like effect. For me. You know what's funny? I'm exactly the opposite. Like, I could not be bothered to go see a play. And I think that most musical theater people are <laughs> really, really annoying. And I, I just can't. I, I just don't like it. Um, the expressive way that they... Anyway, look. I like when it's a little more toned down for movies. And I like the extra things that a movie can add to a musical that I don't get in the theatrical uh, musical experience. Um, hmm. Weird. So I probably would never go see any production of this, no matter who was doing it. But I love this movie. I absolutely... I, I enjoyed really? every minute. I enjoyed every minute of it. 
I think the cinematography oh, was gorgeous. artistic and beautiful. Some of the some of the interesting ass shots. I mean, Steven Spielberg was using every trick in his playbook that he had in this movie. There were all kinds of Dutch angles to create like tension and atmosphere. The production design was over the top and beautiful. Some of the, the cinematography was the best part of this movie. It was like the star of this movie. The movie just I, like, I will say that is probably the reason that I kept watching because it looked really it just, good. But I was yeah. just like, I didn't realize. I was like, dude, this story is lame. <laughs> I was like, you mean some dude killed, like, he? they killed her brother, and she's still, like, in love with him? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> but to be fair, but to be fair, he didn't want to fight at all. You know what I mean? He didn't want to fight at all, and was trying to get them to stop, and then once that dude kills his buddy, I mean, he's it's got on. I mean, yeah, but still, like, I would think that would like not make her love him like more or whatever i mean he gets killed in the end so it doesn't really matter but i mean it's spoilers it, I'm, I'm just like yeah well, god i don't think we're like i don't think there's any spoiler spoilers alert there's no spoilers in something that's been around no. since 1957 <laughs> no. so you no. know no, yeah. um i just i mean i just inherently have a problem with this like story it's just i don't know yeah, like, gangs I, I, dancing in the street. And, oh, I love uh, it! I love it, man. And they're all. Wa- I'm like, what gang walks together? <laughs> oh, dude! Not only they they're walked- all walking down the street together, and I'm like, it's not really a very big gang either. Well, I mean, you're only talking about a neighborhood, you know. Yeah. It's not I mean, really like well, a citywide gang. This is a neighborhood. I mean, gang. isn't this like in New York? Yeah, but they're only talking. I mean, there's about- a lot of people there. Right, they're talking about like a twenty-block area of New York, though. Twenty-block. I mean, block. I, mean yeah. I would feel like this is more like a five-block area. <laughs> Dude, I was gonna say that. <laughs> you're, you're gonna get tired having to try like you know again multiple blocks besides yours to like come and meet. It's like, dude, I'm tired. I don't want to walk all the way to go meet your gang and click fingers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also I like didn't realize I was like, oh yeah, that's I, I've played like all of these songs in either in orchestra or in right. like yeah whatever and i'm like oh yeah i like i know all of these songs and i'm like that's just well the yeah thing, the thing about christine this is what's it, your opinion well i love this movie but it's not my favorite <laughs> out of all the musicals out there because this is quite a romantic movie when it comes down to it which is a little softer because i like you know uh, like rocky horror picture show or a little shop of horrors you know or rock and roll high school which has you know more of like a different beat and a little macabre too this was sweet. I thought, like, uh, Steven Spielberg's, like, brought a retelling, you know, with a fresh new view. I mean, the colors were beautiful in this movie. They were. Like, yeah. I, I, like, some of the scenes, like, I was tearing up. I'm like, oh, my God, that is, like, a gorgeous shot. Like, one of my favorite shots is when hmm. um they did the whole sing-songy thing inside of, like, the... Uh, police precinct you know and they're putting each other on trial and they're all just like da, da, bye yeah i'm like dude trash that place but it was so cool like yeah. i don't know how many times it took to get that scene right but it was awesome 
I, I think I was I was really impressed with the uh, warning at the beginning where it told me that it contained tobacco uh, depictions. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh my god, high alert! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, I, I I just really enjoyed it because you know what, it it was the high art of movie making. Whether whether you like like the storyline or not, it's a really well made movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only three minutes longer than the original, so you can blame it for being long, but it wasn't a self-indulgent like filmmaker like making it longer. That's just West Side Story. That's, yeah. just, that's just the story. It's long. I don't like long movies, but, I mean, I knew it going in, and I knew it wasn't like extended over the original or anything. This is just a story. So, and I mean... Like word for word, it's almost the same. You know what I mean? So like, what what? Right, right. You're 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 absolutely right. Like I, you know, I tend to forget like those sorts of things. Like I don't have much recollection on the original. But you know, you're also thinking like, well, if it's a musical too, like it's probably like, you know, there's an intermission and you're there for a couple hours. I mean, it is. It's gonna be that long unless they like cut, you know, scenes or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Trisha, you brought up a good point. Like, I miss the intermissions in long movies. Like, they need to bring that back because in, like, almost every old movie you had, like, a, like a five-minute intermission. But it's already too long. I don't want to be there that much longer. I Like, no. I get where you're can- coming from. Like, I'd like to get up and stretch my – but, like – Dude, I it's already I'm already sitting there like we're already looking forward to going to see the Batman next week. I mean, some of us are looking forward to seeing it, but I mean, like we're going to go <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing it cuz I love not. Batman. Unlike some people on this podcast. Oh. I'm actually yeah. So, I, I'm I, excited to go see it, but just this like we were talking about doing it this weekend and I was like I thought we were going to watch this and then the Batman and I was like Dude, there's no way that I, I'm going to dedicate seven no. hours of my life no, to... No, I didn't expect it to. It just got uh, misconstrued, either one yeah. or the other, dude. Because I don't want to do that either, Trisha. I don't... I don't. <laughs> one one three-hour movie a week is enough for me. I mean, I'll watch a lot of movies during the week, but, like, one that I have to watch, you know, like... No, two is too much. Anyway, yeah. So I, I have a question for you, and, yeah. like, maybe you know this. So, like, are they... Are these... Are those singing voices, those actors' voices, or are they using somebody else's voice? Because sometimes it seemed, I mean, obviously it was pre-recorded, but it seemed, like, off, and I'm like, is that really her voice, or is that really his voice, or... Uh, it It's their voices. It's their voices, okay. but it's recorded after the fact in ADR, so, I mean... They're they're recording the songs, you know, in a environment where they don't have right. to dance and act at the same time, which is totally fine. Right, right, I mean, right. But but it's sometimes it's just it's just like even, you know, and I I understand like in in these types of movies, like obviously the the there's a soundtrack and it's recorded separately, but it just like for some of those people, I was just like that doesn't seem like that should be their voice. <laughs> well, particularly like look, I I I love this movie. I, I just want to, I want to say, um, it, it just makes me feel so good after watching something so horrible last week, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, watching somebody who knows how to make a movie and knows that it's meant to yeah. entertain people, no matter yeah. what genre you're making, it's not to make your political statement. That's not the first objective. It's totally fine in a movie, but it's not your first objective. It's to tell a good story through visuals and all 
different the different processes of movie making and to just entertain that's the number one story and then you can get into things that you do beyond that but like even if you're not a fan of musical theater or this type of musical theater you can still look at this movie and realize what a well-made movie it is how beautiful it looks you know uh the costume design is on point production design is on point sound design i mean just it's the high art of movie making whether you like it or not you have to just appreciate that you could walk away saying this is a stupid movie it's too long whatever 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 but you have to give it some credit because we see so few of those movies we see so few of those movies anymore that are made by master filmmakers with the number one intent is to entertain Mm -hmm. is to entertain whether that's a comedy or a tragedy or whatever it is to entertain first and then tell your you know other uh you give your lessons and tell your other stories and tell say something about the world and politics and social whatever you want to do but number one make it fucking entertaining and that's what I appreciated about this from the beginning. It almost made me choke up in the beginning just because I was being, I felt like I was just being entertained at an old school movie. Not just because it was an mm-hmm. old story, but because it was just beautiful to see a movie again. A fucking real, live, honest movie. Not a Netflix streaming show, not fucking, but a movie, a cinematic movie that looked like a movie, felt like a movie, made me like immerse myself into the story you know and and all of that now were there some things that weren't great Ansel Elgort I love him as an actor I think he's absolutely great if you have never seen Baby Driver see Baby Driver he is fucking next level fantastic and that movie is next level fantastic but I love him in this movie but his singing like you were talking about Trisha that's the point I'm getting back to that was definitely (laughs) that was definitely his singing and he was doing his good. best. He was doing his best, but it was not there. It was not Mm-mm. there. And especially against uh, Rachel Rachel Zegler, who yeah. played Maria, she was fucking beautiful, and her voice was gorgeous. And right. I think she's an absolute superstar in the making. I was captivated by her every time she was on screen. She was she had such great presence for such a small slender body mm-hmm. like she filled up that screen with her voice and her expressions i remember that one scene when uh after the dance she fell asleep in her dress and she had to do this scene where she like messes up the bed and acts like you know because anita's calling her to breakfast mm-hmm. and everything and um the the just acting was so fucking fantastic without saying a word this she is an upcoming star. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see what she does next. She was the best in this movie to me. Who else can you point out, Christine, uh, dude, that you really well, liked in this Anita, movie? Um, Anita was amazing. Dude, I loved her. I loved <laughs> her flair. I she, loved all she her dresses. She was the, um, the sister-in-law? Yeah. Yeah. The sister-in-law? Yeah. Oh, dude, she was so fiery and just so cool. Like, when she danced, it was like... Bam! Oh it was just God. amazing Her dancing. dancing was... Like, she just stole oh. the show. Like Plus, she was wearing yellow and red dresses. So, I'm like, dude, I love yellow and, like, the way she... Like, I think one of the dresses during, like, that aggressive uh, high school dancing routine or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. They had a great band for it. But it was like, yeah, she just, like, stole the show in that dress. Yeah. 
in that scene in uh, America song, she was just, you know, oh, like, she's beautiful. No, yeah, just to see Steven Spielberg respect the material, take the time, make it, like, I love the fact that Steven Spielberg can make you feel like you live in that environment. Yeah. Like, as a, as a reseller, like, I'm looking at all the props and all the things around, and I'm like, he nailed it. Yeah. Like, just nailed it. Yeah, I loved it. Oh, it was I, so um, good. I also really liked my, my, um... Second favorite actor in the movie is the guy that played Riff, uh, Mike Faced. Faced? Mike Faced is his name? Dude, I, I wasn't digging, like, his high-pitched tone in the beginning, like, of his yeah. voice. Like, it was, it was kind of, like, no, off-putting to me. But then, like, as I got into it more, his acting and his dancing, too, were fantastic, dude. I love that, dude. I was, I was all about Riff, dude. I thought it was great. I liked man. him, too. Yeah. He's he's got some kind of weird screen presence. He's got a very He's um, got a lanky body, but like he's got like this energy like yeah. that would come off that I was like dude, and plus he was convicted to everything. It didn't matter, like, you know, like to the very end that dude. Like oh. he, he played it good. From man. sperm to worm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who I I cannot remember her name, but uh, she was in the original uh, Rita Western. Moreno. Oh God. She was as Valentina. She was fantastic. She was adorable and amazing at the same time. I fucking loved her. Dude, she Run has a couple monologues that are fucking just heartbreaking. When when all of the jets come back to the place and Anita comes back to the drugstore and like she comes upstairs from um they're raping her you know and it's like dude the fucking shame that she puts on them is just with just such a few words is like such impactful acting it was beautiful she was she was great she was wonderful yes yeah and she played anita in the original mm-hmm. 1961 version of the movie yep and it was so cool oh dude when she was singing it was like it's like 61 years later and she's like in in this new one and just killing it that's so mm-hmm. rad and she was also an executive producer in the movie too yeah wow i don't know if that's in title only or you know just giving someone the respect um but yeah she was fantastic um anyone else we want to point out as far as acting cory stoll is in it playing lieutenant shrink i like cory stoll a lot he was fun um, you know what's weird is that I don't know who any of these actors are. <laughs> I'm I'm ter- but you know like that's my thing is that I'm like I don't retain, I really don't retain. Like you you could tell me these actors till you're blue in the face, and yeah. I'm just not gonna. Like I retain a lot of useless shit, but like for some reason my brain cannot like process that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's different. It's different for everybody. Like, I bet you, you can sit and run down um, band member names forever oh, and, dude, and not totally. be able to do no, the same thing. No, I can't. For... I actually can't. You... Well, I mean, you could do local band names and people that are in them, and I'm just I and, can do that. And they're... Like people, I no, I'm better and, with people. I'm and this guy's but... in crap shits, and he's also <laughs> in, he's also That's in fuck like, noodle. He's in fuck noodle down. and. Yeah, but people I know I'm better about because I think they like they obviously take more priority in my life than things that aren't like real or people that I haven't met. So it's just hard for me to like like yeah. I mean even super famous actors that are like in a million freaking movies, I have a hard time with 
you know, remember that. Even some of my favorite bands, like, I don't fucking know all the members. Like, it took me forever to know, like, the um, members of Bad Religion. And I still don't even think I know off the top of my head if you ask me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... Should we challenge you? No. (laughs) No. 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 Actually, my brain just went like, do we know them? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. I mean, their drummer keeps switching out, so I don't know who who the hell their drummer is right now. But, uh, yeah. I mean, like, who's their bass player? It's like. Brian Baker. Brian Baker. Okay, and the singer is Greg. <laughs> Dude, Greg we just Gaffin. sent Trisha down the Greg hole. Greg Gaffin and then Greg Hudson is in it, and then they've alternated memory members, but right. those are the main ones. Okay, I did it. Yeah, you, did, you, did, you did the best you could. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. It's just great. Uh, how old is Steven Spielberg? He's oh, his, I don't know. He's in Let his me, like uh, late seventies. Hold on one second. Like, I I don't know, man. I it was a I remember hearing the announcement that his next movie was gonna be West Side Story, and I was like, the fuck, you know? Oh, uh, no, he is seventy five years old. He's seventy five years old. Amazing. Yeah, and still making really great quality movies. Um, there's a lot of great filmmakers that are his age that are still making movies that aren't still quite trying to push themselves like this. You know what I mean? There's they're mm-hmm. They're maybe trying to branch off and do different other things or smaller things or trying to reinvent themselves in their later years. But like, he's trying, I really feel like he's trying to push himself. Like, I feel like he missed on ready player one. Ooh, I, I yeah. really felt like he went for something that he, that was almost an unfilmable movie, you know, an unfilmable story, you know, because it has so much IP in it, it has so much intellectual property that like you could never get all the the licensing for it. And if yeah. you can't get all the licensing for everything from the book, that was some of the one of the things that was so fun about the book. And you couldn't just shove all of the references from the book into the movie. It was he. He did an admirable job, but it was a miss. It was not that great. And then I heard, you know, I don't know if he did anything since then. It was like Ready Player One and then this. Am I, like, missing something uh, that he did? But, like, it was just a very weird choice. Like, it might be one of your last movies that you ever make. And, like, you're talking about one of the biggest, like, adventure sci-fi guys of all time. And all of a sudden he's doing musical theater and, like, a huge production of it at age 75. And, um... I don't know. It came through though, and he's got uh, Oscar, no- at least an Oscar nomination for Best Picture. I'll have to look into it a little more if they got. Yeah, more, I'd like but... to look into like why he decided to do this. Like well, maybe is it something that he always wanted to do, or you know, where he was just like, I've always loved that movie, and I always thought that you know I could do it better. <laughs> there was a dedication at the end for Dad, and I think he had always wanted to remake this movie i remember hearing something about it because i was wondering the same thing when i heard about it when it first came out i was like why west side story i don't get it um and i looked into it a little bit it was something about his dad had always loved it or had taken him to see it or something Uh and he had always just wanted to make this movie for his dad it was one of the like on his bucket list and Mm -hmm. he got to do it and I, I may be way off on that, but I, I'm just going off the top of my head. I and I know it does say at the end for dad after the or before the credits. If there start. if there is a correction we can always correct next time. But whatever. But I don't think anybody cares. 
Steven Spielberg isn't going to listen. Although if you do, hey, Steven, what's up, man? Dude, he's in his little, like, you know, Animaniacs pajamas. He's got, like, a teddy bear. And he is listening to us waiting for the next episode as we speak. He's so got come a, on, guys. Yeah, come he's on. got a bag of goldfish. He's listening to Radio Free Galaxy, just bopping around. In his like pink frilly bedroom. Oh, he's got some bunny slippers on too. He's got bunny slippers. And he always has that sweet baseball cap with him. Yeah, I don't know. I love of the Hodag. He's got the Hodag. He's 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 one of my favorite directors of all time. I mean, Spielberg movies are like what like life is built on, you know. Yeah, he set uh, a standard, man. Set a standard, and he's still keeping that standard. Seventy-five years old. And and you know what? If that is his last movie, I'm not wishing any ill will upon uh, the Spielberg. But like, what a movie to end it on. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be his last movie. Yeah, I'm not feeling that way either. No, I mean he he looks lively still. He's involved in the new Indiana Jones, isn't he? I don't know if he's directing it, but he is involved in. The next Indiana Jones that's nice coming out. Wasn't so. the last one like terrible? Yes, yes. But was he, he not don't involved talk about in that? It. Was he? Was, <laughs> was he? Um, he was. <laughs> that's like in that was like the episode of South Park where they're like, like, like yeah, so that movie raped him. Ah. So 2018 was Ready Player One, and yeah, that was his last movie, and so 2021 was West Side Story. He's in post-production on another movie right now called The Fablemans. What is that? I mm. don't know. I can get a short description here. Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. It is a mystery. A semi-autobiography based on Spielberg's own childhood. Oh. Aww. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Starring <laughs> Michelle Williams, Seth Rogen, and Paul Dano. Mm. That sounds kind of cool. Dokey. Okay, so that's the next thing coming from Steven Spielberg. I don't know if it's coming to theaters or not, but that's what he's working on. And it looks like he's involved in a lot of other projects that are coming or Hmm. whatever. But anyway, all right, yeah, so that's West Side Story. I just want to say something real quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if she's listening or not, but probably not. But... uh, Today is Claudia from Citizen's birthday, so happy oh, birthday shit. Happy birthday, Claudia. Claudia. Happy birthday, Claudia. We love you. We think you're amazing. You're the best. Mm-hmm. And uh, happy whatever birthday. doesn't matter because I think you... it's the big 4 Oh, shit. Oh, damn. Oh, shit. It's like a big one. It's a big one. Well, she's a youngin' then, so fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck her. Yeah. Comparatively Young lady. Us. Listen, young lady, young whippersnapper. Enjoy your birthday, Claudia, and please come back on the show sometime. We would love to have you. That's it for this week. You guys good on the West Side Story talk? Yeah. yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I, I, if, uh, if, like, we're talking about recommendations, if you like, you know, like, just visually stunning things it is it is a very visually if you like beautiful thing. things if you like unlike things. trisha but if you're really annoyed by singing and dancing then like you'll probably feel like me it's like i like watched it i was like it looks really cool but like dude this is so fucking you know what I you know what it is trisha to me you know what it is to me is i get really excited by creative storytelling so like i actually don't love the singing and dancing that much like i don't like bop around my ha- house singing show tunes 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Spinneroos on one foot. I, I really, I really don't like. I'm. I... <laughs> so that's what I imagine, though. Like, because you no. like musicals, I'm like, no, Dude. no, I totally don't. Like, I, I enjoy that. But what I really enjoy is creative storytelling. <laughs> I like when somebody breaks out into like an interpretive dance routine in a story because I've just seen a lot of these stories. A million times you know there's very few new stories what's new about them is the way that you tell them and I get very excited when somebody's creative enough in their filmmaking to figure out another way to convey the same story I've seen before and make it fresh for me you know I know this isn't that but it is a retelling you know of of a thing that was done but like in in general just like people breaking out in song in a movie doesn't bother me because I can disassociate from this being real. I, everybody knows people don't break out in the song in the middle of the street. Like all the time, all day. But it's, it's tiring. It's a creative way to have this dialogue between a man and a woman that says, a man that says, you know, I would rather be back in Puerto Rico and I love it, you know, and she loves it here in America. We have more opportunities. And instead of them having the same boring conversation I've seen in a lot of movies, how about just sing a song about it? Like, sing a song, dance in the streets about it, like, and tell me the exact same story, but have a lot more fun and be a lot more imaginative and creative telling that story. It's not just, like, musicals. Like, I really don't have a thing for musicals. And, like, I actually find theatrical music, like, kind of annoying, you know, like... I really do, but like I love creative ways, and and when they're done well, when they're done well, you know, like Legion did that a lot. Told it had a lot of uh, that show was interpretive great. dance fighting. They, they had a lot of interpretive dance fighting, and I knew there was a battle happening. And instead of showing me a CGI superhero battle, they showed me a dance routine between two people, and like I get it, like I get it. You know, like, I've seen the CGI <laughs> battle before. You know what I mean? What I haven't seen yeah, is two people I mean, have guess, a dance you know battle. What? You know what? I think I would... Okay, so... But, see, and that's why you gotta watch Cobra Kai. Have you started watching Cobra Kai yet? I have not, and I really want to. I just haven't because, gotten to it. Because, like, they settle everything with karate fights. Yeah, I and mean, they just amazing. break out into karate fights. Like, we're just gonna settle <laughs> yeah. this, like, karate with karate. Yeah. Like, so, it's... Yeah, it's it's... It's, Let's solve this with karate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and there's a lot of karate, choreographed yeah. karate. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's like only one um, sing-along like in theaters that I like to see, and that's that musical in Hawkeye where like they have like Hulk is about to smash oh, yeah. and like cool rad Atman comes on the stage. Like yeah. that I would like to see. But other yeah. than that, yeah, I'm totally cool with just yeah, seeing I, movie form. I just like to see uh, – different ways that people like to tell stories and and when people can use a modicum of creativity to tell that story and do something creative instead of the same old boring dialogue that we see before it's exciting to me like i just Mm -hmm. i get it really excited for it and that somebody still is willing to make those kind of movies is like thank you steven spielberg Thank you for making a great movie. Whether you like it or not, it's a good-looking movie. It's a well-made movie. It can bore you to death. You can hate the musical theater, but it's a great movie. And thank you for making a movie. <laughs> thank you for making it because I've seen so many things that were advertised to me as movies lately that weren't fucking movies. Thank you, Mr. Thank Spielberg, you for, making for giving a movie. us some hope. Yes, we so. needed that. Yeah, so go see Murder Generation in one of their upcoming shows and uh, follow them on all over the social medias. Trisha's always involved all with the, that. Yeah, all the social medias. And, uh, yeah, 
we'll be in Wisconsin and Illinois the next couple weeks, so come see us. Yep. And check out Radio Free Galaxy everywhere we are. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and anchor.fm and you can check us out on youtube subscribe to us there hit that subscribe button and christine anything else no i think we're gravy all right we're good thanks for listening everybody we promise we'll we'll review the batman next week as long and as boring as it is i'm batman we'll record it's not boring i've heard good things i'm gonna hate it bye bye